Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. Trump knows his black history. Do closet doors need to stay closed at night? Having trouble breathing at a Trump rally will get you arrested. The tale of two Karens. Introducing lady friends to the family. David Duke for president. For real. This and more on the 5-Minute Warning. Okay, students. This is your 5-Minute Warning. I repeat, 5-Minute Warning. Silence. This is the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Happening right now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of 5-Minute Warning. This is me, the person who steers the ship, is Ruben. And then I got the man who really runs the ship, AG. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? I mean, you like how I keep trying to do different metaphors every week. Yeah, I caught that with the captain thing, which you are. Yeah. Not bad. I mean, you know, I'm something. We'll figure out what that is another time. But yeah, man. So the funny part about... Before we get into what we're going to talk about today, <laughs> um, you know, off air, we were talking in the, in the quote unquote production meeting. <laughs> I love when you say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, man, look, you got to. Yeah, it's whatever. Um, so. A lot of my friends know, and I thought a lot of my family knew, but I guess it's whatever. Like. I kind of cry a lot. I'm an empathetic person, man. However, unfortunately, there are just places and things and stuff I watch on TV that unfortunately kicks open the the tear ducts. I'm not necessarily proud of it. It's just what it is, man. I'm an emotional cat. Now, I'm not like super emotional, like, oh, my God, you called me something. I'm going to sit over here and cry. Now, I'm not that guy. But, you know, when I see something on TV or I see a movie, you know, like, the aforementioned, we don't know the name of it, Mandy Moore movie. A Walk which, to Remember. A Walk to Remember. Yeah. First of all, to this day, I have no idea reason why I even watched that movie. So, yeah, I'm just going to have to let that one go. Um, but one day I was watching a movie, and it's just a sad movie. And at the end of the movie, she dies. And it's like, well, you know what's coming. And, you know, the dude who, you know is with her knows and so he tries to treat her real good for whatever whatever and then she passed away and next thing you know 15 minutes later i'm still crying over this and i'm just like i mean i don't get it but you know some things that movie for whatever reason touched me you know to a point where i just couldn't stop crying because the 
the sadness of the situation was overwhelming. And I guess that means that whoever wrote that and possibly whoever acted in it were really good at their job. You're supposed to connect with the people well enough to to feel their pain and whatnot. Well, for me, I, there's so much to unpack with that because, see, I understand why you were crying. Because when I watched the movie, actually, I watched the movie halfway in. And he's a troubled kid. And he hooks up with, I mean, she was sickly, but she was still, you know, somebody. I think the dad didn't want them together or whatever, whatever. It was a whole bunch of regular Romeo and Juliet things going on anyway. But like you said, that she had a terminal illness. She was going to die. There was no hope there. But he still took on all of that to give her like a make a wish thing that was actually a real relationship. And then it was all snatched away even though he knew she was going to die. But the big thing to me, the takeaway was the fact that it took that for him to get his life turned around. So it all worked yeah. out, but that's a lot, man. You don't think so? I mean, yeah, it is a lot, but man, I mean, I just, <laughs> I didn't expect it to hit me like a ton of bricks. Dude, that's what, that, that's what it kind of does. I mean, the next thing you know, I'm sitting on my couch for no apparent reason, balling. Like, and first of all, I even questioned the reason why I was even watching this movie in the first place because it was a young man anymore. Yes. Like, after her candy day, so she was probably like 16, 17, you know? It was her first film. Why am I even watching this movie? Like, it must have been nothing else on TV. <laughs> because I, you know, don't get it twisted. I am a somewhat of a hopeless romantic, but I don't be punishing myself with that. So it's not like I would seek this out. So apparently there was nothing else on TV. And I was like, eh, Mandy Moore's on TV, whatever, you know, or what even that, or maybe it was a dude who, like, I don't know the cast, but I don't even know why I watch it. It must've been like a slow TV day. And next thing you know, something, something caught me, maybe because he was doing bad in his life. And then she helped him turn around. And I was like, huh? Okay. Next thing you know, she's going. I'm like, what? Yep. And it's, you know, there are just certain movies that do that to me, man. And I don't get it. And it's just, well, no, I get it. But it's just like, you know, like, I'm like empathetic, but man, I ain't no crazy person or nothing, but I'm just not trying, man. The, the whole tear thing. Uh, it's I, the think, worst. I think it's good. I think it's healthy and I think it's refreshing to actually hear somebody admit that I'm not mad at you because I understand that. So I'm good. I just need you to be good. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and just be like, well, I wish I could get rid of that part. Nah, no, I, that part of me is cool. I just, it's annoying sometimes. I'm not going to lie about that just because there's sometimes where that's not where I want to be. And next thing you know, I'm there. Just like when I was telling you earlier, um, I decided my body decided to get me up at 6 a.m. in the morning. And next thing you know, I have completely binge watched the first and probably only season of the morning show that was created by Apple. It was on Apple TV plus. I think that's what it is. Yeah. They're not paying me, so I don't care enough. <laughs> um, so literally, I've been told like you told me, yo, yo you need to watch this. And 
for like I said, for whatever reason, my body's like, yo, six o'clock, you need to get up. I'm like, fool, it's Sunday. And I'm just like, uh, you know, so I went, used the restroom, and I'm not going back to sleep. So I come to the couch and lay on the couch. Eh, let me turn this on. You know, 10 hours later. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I don't binge watch a lot, but like, I binge watch that, man. And completely not what I was thinking it was going to be. It went left real quick. And I think it was episode seven, which was really the worst, not the worst episode, but it was just like, it pulled it all together, man. Cause like, I couldn't have watched it week by week. I would have lost my mind. Yeah, I was kind of, yeah, because we didn't have to watch it week by week because we were like you. By the time we started watching it, I think we were um, we were like five or six episodes behind. So by the time we yeah. finished it, we were on time. So, yeah, it was crazy. Having to wait seven days. Yeah, it's harsh. I'm telling you, not me. It ain't that kind of party, man. <laughs> it won't that kind of party. <laughs> Literally, the first thing I binged a couple years ago was um, Marvel's Runaways. Was that good? Was, I keep seeing that. Was that good? Yo, that joint was awesome. I mean, if you're a comic book person, it's awesome. Okay. I thought it was really good. I wish they come up with another season, but they're not, so I'm not going to beat that dead horse. Um, but yeah, man, so literally what happened was the first season came out. I was like, bet. And I was like, I'm watching, I'm watching. And I got the 12, you know, episode 12. Awesome. Do, 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 go through the episode. We'll be continued next week. What? <laughs> Yo, I had to wait. I watched. I binge watched twelve episodes, and I had to watch. I had to wait seven days for the episode thirteen, which was the final of the first season. I was like, "Bruh, <laughs> those seven days might have been the worst seven days ever, ever." As far as one, as far as when to watch TV, okay? Because you know, like I follow, like I'm a big CW DC TV guy. Right. The movies suck, but. You know, TV wise, I like their TV superheroes stuff like that, and and just other stuff that I watch on TV. So I I've, I can deal with that. But that was my first experience of binging anything. It was I remember it, it snow outside. I won't go into work. Whatever. Hey, let me go ahead binge. You know, thirteen hours of the Runaways. <laughs> okay. But I only had twelve hours of the Runaways. I was very unhappy. <laughs> I was literally unhappy, man. I was visibly upset. I'm sorry. And I had to wait. It like it couldn't it couldn't go fast enough. Well, and when Wednesday got here, boy, I wanted to watch it before I went to work, but I figured I should go to work because you know that's how my <laughs> bills get paid. So you figured you should go to work. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I could have been late, but it's just like, eh, yeah, you should go to work. Be responsible. Everybody, be responsible. So I went to work, came home, man, and I was just like blown away by the thirteenth episode. So like, it was good; it wasn't a letdown. Oh, it was, well, it was great until because obviously the last five minutes, because you got to tease next season. So then you got to wait a whole year for man. <laughs> like I'm glad that, like, on part of me, I'm glad that the morning show is only one season. I don't know how they could make it a second season. I I guess they could. I just don't know how because I'm not going to spoil it, but it was rough, man. That last episode was rough, man. 
It was hardcore. It, it was, I mean, it was good though. I mean, I guess the only issue is they only had like four people of color on it, but we're not going to get into that today. Um, but yeah, but they even touched on that, which was interesting. Um, yeah, that show was awesome. And then, um, like we said, we I watched Upload. That went left like episode two. And those were only a half hour long. And so, and that's on Amazon. Um, so you have 10 half hour episodes. And episode two, you're just, you know, first you think it's what it is. And then it's like, oh, y'all actually created a plot in this joint. <laughs> so how y'all gonna do a plot when y'all come out one episode? Like every episode is 30 minutes. It was awesome writing. Yeah. Once again, yeah. Once again, I gotta wait a year for episode <laughs> for season two. <laughs> so man. that sucks. Hey man. Well, actually, talking about half hour episodes that are written really well, you need to check out Homecoming. It's on Amazon Prime with uh, Julia Roberts. I've seen that. Have you seen? Like, it? I've seen the commercials for it, dude. Dude. Man, you, I don't know, man. Dude. I don't think I could take that, yeah, man. I'm just letting you know when you get some time, you need to check it out. It's like, the first season is ten episodes; they're about thirty minutes long, and then the second season we're like three oh, the or two four. seasons. Yeah, three or four. Oh, so I can seriously binge. Okay, that's right. not bad. Then. I mean, it's not really binging. They go so fast; they're only thirty minutes long. But yeah, I'm saying but I mean, though, still sitting there binging. Yo, you need to watch though. It's good. Nah, man. What everybody need to watch for real, which they haven't set a date for it to come out. I don't know what they're waiting for. The boys, man. I thought it was supposed. To, the second season is supposed to be in August. I heard. Man, they haven't said yet, man, and I'm getting really upset. Well, because I need that in my life. They need to hurry up because I finally got around. Because I think y'all yeah. were the tipping point when y'all, you and Mo, told me I need to watch it, and I said, "Look, yo. I'm gonna sit down." Yo, <laughs> I was like, "Wow, <laughs> what in the I world mean, am I watching, man?" First five minutes, man. If you ain't in by then, you ain't never getting in. That simple. Oh, girl. And I mean, she just got blown up in every way. Yo. Still yeah, holding her Mo- hands. Wow. I think Moby's wife saw us like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> yes, what he said. <laughs> we ain't gonna say too much about it because then we'd be telling it. But I but yeah. what Ruben just said, the first five minutes is like, really? <laughs> you either gonna wanna watch it or you're gonna be like, nope, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, it's hardcore. So, but it's awesome. It really is. And they're bringing in new new people. To, I can't wait. It's gonna be good. I haven't even read the comic books. I kind of, I kind of want to read the comic books, but I kind of don't because I don't want to cheat myself. I get that. Because, because they might use stuff in the comic books, and I don't want to do that. But from what I hear, it's very different than the comic books. But still, I still don't want to do that to myself. Oh, but yeah, man, that's been. Oh, I watched Just Mercy. The last like 40 minutes of Just Mercy. Finally. Oh, what'd you think, man? Yo, I didn't watch the whole thing, but the last 40 minutes were serious. Yeah. Whole movie was serious, but yeah, the last 40 minutes, holy cow. It's a you know, first of all, let me give props to Michael B. Jordan, man. Because he be putting himself in positions, man, where it's got to test his intestinal fortitude. Because he don't be he don't be getting those scrub rolls. I mean, like before he did the easy roles that you can do in your sleep. But, you know, he's um, Killmonger and 
and Black Panther. He's that kid in um, what's it called? Fruitvale Station. That was good. Yeah, it was. He was this lawyer. I mean, yo, did you after Killmonger, he had to go to therapy. Really? Yeah. He was so deep in that character, he had to go to therapy. So he just lived that kind of anger 24-7? <laughs> he, goes, he goes in, man. I hear you. I mean, that's awesome, but I'm just like... That cost. But, yeah, but for that character to be believable, he, he probably had to. Because Killmonger... People can say what they want, and we all know it's a comic book movie and all that, but there is some truth into what he was talking about, number one, and what he does, what his character does, there's a lot of truth in that, because those are people, there are people who are like that, yep. and it's just like, he was like, yo, I had to go to therapy for like three, four months, man, to get to bring myself back to his normal, and I was like, yo... Because he was apparently he was deep. I believe he was it. deep in Killmonger, man. And but it's not so hard because literally, I mean, and I'll put it out there. I don't mind saying it. Especially in times like this, if Wakanda was legit and a real thing, and you had somebody with his skill set, and he's black. And what kind of man? That's a problem. Yo, that is a problem. So, like, I get it why he was so deep in it because once again, there are true pe- there are people who do that sort of thing. So, you know, if Wakanda was real, yeah, man, it'd be a yeah, it wouldn't be marching. That's for sure. <laughs> no, no, you know. So, but yeah, man. He he was deep in that lawyer thing, man. And I, I he's a really good actor because I feel like he does facial expressions well. Yeah, he does. And you look at him, you can kind of feel how he's feeling. You know, and it's almost like I'm with you, dog. Like I feel that. Like when he was telling, like on Black Panther, when he was saying you know that he didn't want to be he didn't want to be caged he was like kill me and throw me in the water what my ancestors did when they realized what was going on i was like yo that's a that's some deep stuff man yep ancestors on the boat when they realized what was going on they want to be part of that they just jumped in the water and killed them yo you gotta be a sick dude for that man yeah that don't come for free your principles have got to be so high to even speak like that yep. that's just that ain't me <laughs> you ain't gonna jump in the water I mean I, I mean I would kill myself if I jump in the water because I can't swim so I mean <laughs> it's one of those things man where oh my goodness <laughs> you know it's just one of those things man. it's just one of those things that, that's all it is that's is, all is, I that how you, is that how you gonna come behind something like that it's just one of those things I mean, I don't know how much else I'm supposed to come behind it, man. <laughs> Yo, you can jump in the water. Well, if I do jump in the water, everybody know what's about to happen. And it ain't going to be positive. <laughs> you know what? You need to move on. 
Yeah, I'm just being real. <laughs> you know, it's not. It's not going to be a positive end to that. You you will not get an invitation to Wakanda. Just let's leave it there. Especially if I got to ride a boat. They haven't. <laughs> you know what? Like, we gonna tell the people about the horror movies? Oh, I don't like horror movies. <laughs> oh, it's just that simple. Come I on, mean, man. Nah, man. I don't be playing that stuff, man. <laughs> Now, zombies? Nah, man. I got time for zombies. You got time. Now, we talked off air in the production meeting about, I said. The production meeting. <laughs> you the one that made that up. That's hilarious. Hey, it's funny, though. I you really what is. You want. It's funny. <laughs> Ruben, after he's seen a horror movie, makes sure that the closet door is closed because apparently they might put people in there. No, no. Get it right. What? I check the closet door every day. And I don't have to be watching just a horror movie. It's nighttime out there, bro. <laughs> it's not out there. It's inside, man. It's a walk-in Whatever. closet. The the hope is the hope is that um I like today, I didn't leave I didn't leave the house today. So I probably won't look in the closet today because I know nobody came in the house. Like I was there. So I'm good. However, you know, like if I go to work, you should check your house when you come back home anyway. Because you don't know be hang- who be hanging out. It's a closet, man. And you've I already said you've already been in there once. Why is it why does this even matter? Look, man. <laughs> Look, man. One thing I won't do is check under the bed. I ain't about that checking under Actually, the bed. Actually, that stuff. was the next question. That was literally the next question. Yeah, nah. I'll be checking under the bed. Okay. Why why would I I don't check under the bed because, you know, if you're gonna take the energy to get down there, hey man, it's all you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you'll close the closet door but you'll let the ghouls under the bed chill hey man they gotta come up and get me which means I have full advantage so you have the higher ground so you're good exactly oh my goodness and I mean once again I ain't small so <laughs> okay we'll, we'll, we'll go with that I mean yeah man no I don't like horror movies man I got time for that it's just it's... <laughs> nah man and yeah, like like we were talking how I was at my, my boy's house when I was younger, like, like I don't know, 27, 28. And, you know, um, what's the movie? Resident Evil. Resident Evil, when the game came out. So, of course, I guess it was a dude's night. I don't know how that worked, but we went over to our boy's house. And he's like, yo, check this game out. So... Oh, Resident Evil. All right. Now, we're all sitting on different couches. So nobody's, nobody's sitting beside each other. And he's got surround sound. Resident Evil was like the first game to truly make, to truly take advantage of surround sound. So like if you had a speaker behind you, you might hear bird fluttering. Or you might hear some grass moving. And it ain't your character. You know? So like you hear stuff in the middle of the woods. The realism is, if you're in the middle of the woods, you probably go hear some other stuff. The sad thing about that is, it's super dark in this place, <laughs> and we're looking at a screen, but we're hearing other stuff. Ain't my kind of party. <laughs> but the, I, I wouldn't thought... fear for my life, but I'm not going to sit here and say I ain't turned my head a couple times. <laughs> No, man. It's like when we were kids, we were wishing games would be this real. Now that we have it, you no, scared. No. You were wishing games would be this real. <laughs> you weren't wishing this. Never in life have I wished for any game to be this way. 
That's why I play Madden. <laughs> that is it. That's all you play is Madden. Really, that's it. <laughs> well, I may play some NBA too, but really, it's just Madden. Now, I mean, the- people just like you're scared of everything, and I'm just like, well, you know, I have a healthy fear of a lot of things. I ain't but so mad at that. It just <laughs> is what it is. So wait a minute, you were telling me about the game, the rest of us. So explain that game to the people. Man, I just saw a commercial. And all I know is this one woman fighting zombies with a gun and she got one clip left. And I'm just like, yeah, that's all you, bro. <laughs> you better go find some more ammunition. And she coming out like she got she got a um, subatomic machine gun and she got a handgun. Maybe, maybe it's a Glock. So she's got a clip left. So she's got what? What, nine or ten or rounds? Maybe. Yeah, maybe 13, maybe 15. So, yeah, nah, man. Not that kind of party. <laughs> and zombies too? Definitely not. <laughs> you better, oh man! You better do better. Oh, I need man. you to do better. I just want you to know I appreciate this because this show has been so heavy for so many weeks. This is fun. I mean, look, man. Sacrifices are sometimes necessary. However, yeah, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> Apparently, you are. <laughs> Speaking of that, there's a new uh, Ghostbusters going to be released, I guess, next year. I saw year. that. I'm very excited about that. But I Good figured... Paul Rudd, man. Paul Rudd be coming up in the clutch. Hey, man. Hey, man. Yeah, I guess it's um, Spangler's like grandkid or something. Yeah, because that character, the real dude, died. So the grandkids had they had they found the ecto was it they found ecto one in the barn yeah and it still works so it's like yo i'm yeah that's gonna be really good yeah yeah i saw a little reels thing on that the ghostbusters um movie today it was literally two hours long and it talked about the making of the first ghostbusters and it spent 15 minutes on ghostbusters 2 and the new ghostbusters of the all women Ghostbusters and the new ones coming out. And I was like, hold on, man. Y'all talked about Ghostbusters movie for an hour and 45 minutes. Y'all, came, <laughs> y'all can care crap about the other three. I was like, wow. <laughs> Actually, Ghostbusters 2 was awesome, but I heard that the one with. What? You didn't like Ghostbusters 2? I really liked it. Mm, I went cool with the slime. The slime cannons, that, 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 that was kind of hokey. Spraying with slime. Well, yeah. kind of hokey. I thought it was good, you know. Kind of hokey. Now, I heard the one with all women didn't get very, very good reviews. I know it was hard for me to get through it, but that doesn't mean it wasn't good. What? It wasn't horrible. The reason why I didn't get reviews because you got a whole bunch of terrible... Um, you got a combination of dudes who wish it was like that when they were a kid. And then, you know, who, who long for the old stuff. Like, we're supposed to big up... We're supposed to not stop. We're supposed to stop making Ghostbusters movies because Spangler's passed away. Let it go. Or, you know, they just don't like women in roles that men have. There are a whole bunch of people out there like that, and they're okay. stupid. So okay. I don't care about them. Okay. This is wondering. Like I said, I have my own opinions of it, but it. Um, uh, I think uh, Bulo was telling me that the rate, uh, the reviews weren't very good. It, I mean, so look, here's my opinion. My opinion is very simple. I don't care what the critics say. 
If I like a movie, I like a movie. You know? Did I go see it in the theaters? No. Why? Eh. $12 to go to a movie, you gotta be good. Like, you gotta be... If it ain't Marvel, you gotta be good. Like, I'm not spending 12 bucks on a movie and it, and it's questionable. Or I'm not, like, all in it. So, yeah, man. I got time for that. Um, but, yeah, man. It's just like... Hmm... Like the fan, the, the newest Fantastic Four movie, you know, with Miles Teller and Michael B. Jordan, you know, a lot of people hated that movie. And I was like, you hated the movie because when they first came out and um, when they came out and they said Michael B. Jordan was the, the human torch, you were just all mad because why is Johnny Storm black? Why do you care? How are you going to explain that? How about wait for the movie to come out? Because they came out with two Fantastic Four movies beforehand, and they both were terrible. Terrible. Really? Not because Chris Evans was the Human Torch. I think he was a pretty good Human Torch. The plot was horrible. I wasn't a fan. I'll just put it that way. Not because they were white, because I thought the plot was terrible. And it was very hokey. I just wasn't a fan. I mean, I I thought the fighting of Doctor Doom in the first one, I mean, literally, so the last 15 minutes, I thought it was cool. When he created a science experiment on, on um, Doctor Doom. Okay, I thought that was pretty cool, but everything up to that was stupid. Okay. Um, but I loved the newer one that came out with Miles Teller and them. That was so awesome. But people hated it. I'm just like, you know what? You hate it because it ain't what you, it ain't what you grew up on. Let it go. <laughs> I agree with that. You know? But and like Justice League. Yeah, I'm gonna cop that movie though. It's great. You gotta, it you gotta see it. It risks more than that. It's awesome. You know. Um. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you. You know, they talk about it all the time, and I don't know how much more I can say on it, except that you know the world's. Is the the world can only change unless people want it to, and right now there are not enough people who want it to. So, and it starts from the top. In addition to what you said, there aren't enough people who want it to that are in the right spots. Yeah, I mean, because when it's all said and done, you know, his one that one tweet does not excuse the other tweets that he made about it. No, you know, some people some people might be like, see, he says something nice about it. Really, that's what you're gonna give me. He said something nice about it. Yes, that's exactly what they're going to yeah. do because I can hear my I can hear my kin folks saying it right now. I can hear it in their minds. I can hear it in my mind yeah, what I'm they're saying. Like, and they're saying, "Yeah, we can't dude, have a conversation." And, and exactly what I'm trying to tell you, we cannot have a conversation because they don't say anything about the stuff that's awful, and then they say something about the one thing he did backtracking. It's like really, really, but yes, really, absolutely. Because I can't get a peep out of him when he does something stupid, but when he does something halfway decent, I can't stop hearing about it. Mechanically, the same thing is happening right now. He can say 20 million dumb things and awful things, but the one time he says, well, no, I didn't really mean that. It's okay. I bet you if I rolled up on you and called you out your name, I bet you 10 minutes later, I wouldn't be able to say I'm sorry. But for him, it's okay. Because see, he's the leader of your tribe. And he's just like you. 
and he's trying to hide something just like you are. Because no one is that blessed from ignorance. Like you said, everybody knows. You just inherently know when something's just wrong. But when we have bad kids, do we tell the world they're bad? No. No, we want everybody to give give our child a chance. Give them one more last chance, as Vince Gill says. That's what we want. Because when we see somebody else's child acting that way, they need to go to jail. Right? Right. So, that's who we are as people. And these are the beings that are supposed to get this better? <laughs> You're high. <laughs> Among other things. So, something just, just came in. Sometimes we just be having breaking news on this show. I think it's awesome. Even though by the time they listen to it, it's not breaking news. Anymore. It really isn't. <laughs> it's yesterday's news. So what's up? So apparently, um, the wife of the cop who just got arrested. Yeah, filed for divorce. Is divorcing him. Yeah. My, uh, Boo Love said that uh, t- about three hours ago. Yeah. See? See, it's not even breaking news for me. Dang it. You know, so which some person brings up in a in a um, a form. It's like... She waited till he was in jail. <laughs> Maybe there's something going on there, too. Well, it is because this is a guy who has a history. And this is also a guy who has history with the person he killed. I found that out today, too. Bula was all over, bro. She's like my my Jane Pauly. I'm just telling you. She's all over. And man. she and she's doesn't want to be on the show. It kills me. I know it kills you, but she's got all this great information. That she could be sharing, but she's like, but I will say no, this. Just keep it to myself. I will say this. She did say, she did say, this is not the last time I will be on the mic. So things look good. Okay. I know you don't believe it, but I'm telling you right now. She, I, she I didn't did, say I didn't believe it. I just said okay. Yeah, that's. that's I, said. I know what that okay means. No, that okay is just okay. Okay. Well, she I did mean, say that, that for her in her defense. If she says it, then it's real. To be honest. And I'm not saying it's not. I just said okay. <laughs> We're gonna move on from that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's not the only thing that happened in Minnesota, man. Because you know, first of all, Minnesota. Most people can barely spell Minnesota until like last week. Truth. I mean, you know, there's no reason. Nobody to, know crap about Minnesota. Well, there's not really a reason to understand Minnesota in a, in a big way, except for Kirk Cousins signing that contract, which people were mad at. Or Prince, yeah. you know, like the best, the best R&B in the 80s came out of Minnesota. But I'm like, other than that, then there's not a lot going on. Apparently. Especially if you're black. That's changed. Yeah. But, you know, just saying. Yeah. So now. um, So Wednesday, 6 a.m. in the morning, East Coast time, um, CNN's on TV. And. The reporter and network crew were arrested by cops. Why? For no reason. Wait a minute. Were the crew black? The the lead, the person who was talking is black and Mexican. So the reporter the was black. The other two guys were white. And they got arrested? Yeah. Oh, did they say why? On TV. On TV. Were they trespassing? They, did, they weren't told. They were doing a CNN live shot and they were arrested as they were doing it. So it's on film, them getting arrested for no apparent reason. Oh, yeah. It was on national TV. If you're watching CSP, ES, <laughs> CNN at 6 a.m. in the morning, uh-huh. 
Yeah. So you actually saw get somebody get arrested for no reason. And when this was like yesterday or this morning? Yeah. Uh, no, Wednesday. Wednesday. Really? I can see it this morning because they don't trust nobody. But I'm like, eh, okay. Told you, man, brown people got getting hard this week, boy. I mean, <laughs> the state patrol issued a statement saying that in course of clearing in the course of clearing the streets and restoring order, four people were arrested by state patrol troopers, including three members of CNN. And they were released once they were confirmed to be me- members of the media. And then CNN is like, hold on, play us. Uh, our people identified themselves on last on live TV immediately. Exactly. And then they had to call the governor to get them released. So they have truth in now. Yeah. They had to call the governor of Minnesota to CNN called the governor of Minnesota. Hey, I mean, you arrested our boys for doing their job. What's that about? Wait a minute. You're a media person. I thought you guys had to wear badges or some sort of, uh, you know, yes. easily identifiable clothing and or they something. Do. And they have them on and they identify themselves as media, as CNN, and they still got arrested. Okay, I've already said what I've already said, so I don't have to say it again. We can now you say it again. Okay, well, since you gave me permission, this is what I'm talking about. Now, I'm not going to talk about the cops. I respect the cops. But sometimes authority makes situation worse. I don't know. I'm not trying to be, you know, trying to break up the brotherhood or anything like that. But I'm saying at some point, somebody's got to be like, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. But I'm not a cop, so I don't get to say that. I'll just let the situation stand as is. That's the only thing I can say. Because now we go back to that part where I said, there's not a lot I can say to somebody who can say they're just trying to get home. I can just let the situation stand for what it is and let the chips fall where they may. But... I don't know how this helps anything. I just don't. So, okay. Whenever you remove remove media, you automatically get looked at as you're trying to cover something up. Sure. But and I the, mean, but it's the cops that are doing it, so there's not a lot of questioning we can do. It's authority, right? Yeah. The minute Minnesota state troopers obviously have issues right now. Like all the all the police have issues in Minnesota, and you know what? The, the sad part about it is, you know, it is that even the good ones now have to fear because you got some people being dumb with their position because never ever ever do you arrest the media unless they did something wrong. Never, ever, ever. But I don't understand. I don't understand where the media ever did anything wrong that would cause them to get arrested because they're there to to inform. Exactly. They're not That's there why to you don't participate. Arrest the media. Unless unless the media did something particular to the fact where they were breaking the law, some which they weren't. You don't arrest the media, and you definitely don't do it on live TV. What kind of balls you got to arrest the media on live TV? Well, see, that's my point. They're big because, again, when you don't... And then CNN, not like your local people. It doesn't matter, man. The bottom line is... No, it does. It does matter. I know it matters, but it doesn't matter. 
I know it matters. You're right. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because it's the cops. The cops against the media, the media's going to lose eventually. It's the cops. They can do what they want to do, really. Especially when you're talking about a situation that's a dangerous situation. That's a tenuous situation. They can do what they want to do. Now, whether they're right or wrong for it, who knows? I don't know that kind of law. But I'm just saying, it's not a good... The only thing I can say is it's just not a good look. And I know that a cop would argue me down and he would be right. I wouldn't even argue with a dude. I'd be like, hey, you good. You don't want to go in a badge. I'm not going to argue with you. However, it's just not a good look, man. And that's about all I can say as I walk away hoping I don't get a ticket or hoping I don't get arrested or whatever. I'm not arguing with the cop. I'm just not. It's like arguing with my dad. He going to win. Yes or no? Because here's the problem. The problem is that um, CNN could sue them. They could sue the state of Minnesota because, once again, the, the that First Amendment that everybody likes to talk about, you know, it does things like prohibit police officers from interfering with um, news gathering, which is what they did. And then, you know, apparently they already got their legal team on it because basically, you know, because it was live TV, <laughs> they kind of have, you know, proof. And it doesn't appear that they had probable cause for arrest. You know, you know, they they identified themselves as journalists. They asked where they should stand and they still got arrested. And you can't do that to media. You know, you just can't. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you Especially what, a cop, you I'll, have, I'll tell you what a cop might say. It got done, didn't it? <laughs> I mean, you know what? You're right. They can't say that. And they did arrest him. But is it worth the, the poop storm that you're about to get, possibly? Does it really matter? Based on my history, this is a lot well, over and it is what it is. I just don't understand how this is going to truly hurt them. They're still law enforcement. Well, here's the thing. With just like any other type of public um, positions, you know, because the state troopers are a public position. Sure. Or state public position. You know, it comes down, man, to just... You know, it comes down to a financial thing because the governor apologized profusely because the governor understands that if he doesn't clean this up, the state of Minnesota could get sued by CNN. And I don't care who you are. I feel very confident in making a statement of CNN's lawyers are more powerful than the states of Minnesota's lawyers. And it's going to be a settlement. If they go that route, which means just like any other, any other job. Hey, man, you caused me to spend money. Why should I keep you again? Then that dude's probably going to get put on a desk job and slowly terminate it. (laughs) And then you ask him after that, was it a good job for you to do that? He's probably going to say no, (laughs) because here's the thing, man. The media has a whole ton of power that people don't even know about. And, you know, it's that's why that's why people fear the media. That's why Trump fears the media. Trump is not doing his media stuff against the media because of whatever. He fears them because they put out the rhetoric, as he may say, that the American people or any other people who watch it know. That's why. 
Fox News always spins stuff to a certain way. That's why CNN, MSNBC spin a certain way. Your local news spins a certain way. Because when it's all said and done, the one entity that people should always be able to trust is the news. Regardless of where it comes from, there are some people trusting that news. You know? And the court of public opinion wins more often than not. And that's the problem. So, like, yeah, Minnesota right now is a hotbed. If I'm a if I'm any type of law enforcement, like I'm wearing like five body cams. <laughs> five. Like all around me. Because, you know, because no, I'm being so serious. Because at this point, they just have one in the front, one on each shoulder, one in the back, one on top of his head. I mean, because at this point in time, everything that they do is going to be scrutinized completely because you have some people who can't do their jobs properly. It went from the dude who put his neck on a dude to the other dudes who sat there and watched it to now this state trooper dude who arrested media like like you don't arrest media unless they're breaking the law and then this idiot just happened to do it on national TV you know so yeah right now it's it's not it's not a good look for Minnesota police in any form or fashion but the sad part about it is there are such there are so many good police out there and there are so many who suck and those people who suck are bringing down everybody I mean we've talked about my past with the media and you know I consider that we're media you know because we express their pains yada 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 whatever and yes on a small turn a small token we put forth the quote-unquote rhetoric that some people pay attention to. And that's just like us being, us doing this and we're getting arrested because we said something. What? Like, that's not even like remotely possible. You know? So, I just think it's, well, like when I saw this, I was like, man, these guys, these police have got to be the biggest idiots on the planet. Like, so we're going to, I mean, we're going to arrest everything. We're going to arrest everybody. We're going to clean up. We're going to arrest everybody. Hey, we're CNN. Where do you want us to stand? Now we're just going to arrest you. And literally, you know, he's wearing, Jimenez wearing his mask and stuff. And, you know, they're trying to be cooperative and Yeah. He says on air, I'm being, I'm told we're under arrest. And they put him on hand and they put him in handcuffs on air. Like, what, you think he's just holding a camera as a prop, dude? What, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I just don't, I don't, under, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Well, but maybe it's not for me to get. You get it. It's just when you sometimes when you see stuff, whether you understand it or not, and usually you do, when you see some things, it's like, wow that is actually happening and there it is yeah but you get it you get it 
Now, it doesn't have to be right. Don't confuse understanding with right. Don't please don't because they're different. They're vastly different sometimes. But you do understand what you're saying. It's just like this is actually happening. So, yeah. Yep. And then, of course, you know, of course, the other CNN dude who wasn't who was in the area, he wasn't arrested. He identified himself. This like, yeah, you're cool. So, you, you arrested the, the black dude and his crew, but you don't arrest the white dude in his crew. It's like, come on, man. Like, even I mean, if it was a happy accident, it's a bad look. Is it? It's not a happy accident. I was trying not to say so. I'm just saying it's a bad look either way. Well, and that's and I think that's our problem. What? We're not saying so. No, we say Clearly, so plenty. We say so plenty. We do. We really do. But it falls on deaf ears. Nothing yeah. changes. Well, Nothing changes. But and you're right. But here's it. Here it is, man. Um, yeah, this ain't cool. You arrested dude because he was black, and you probably thought he was lying, even though he had credentials. So instead of checking it out, and you know that sort of thing, heck, go to the. I mean. Yeah, just you're not doing your jobs properly, and you're arresting while somebody's vi- like, like literally, even if he wasn't live, the camera was watching him get handcuffed. Yes, even if it wasn't live. Yes, like the cojones on this dude, and yeah. it's just like, come on, man, you, you got know? a badge and a gun. You got a badge and a gun. What are you yeah. talking about, man? We got a ba- your dad, dude. Those people had badges and guns. I don't know what else to tell you. Mm. How, well, I mean, there are no bigger balls than that. You're an authority figure, so you can do what you want to do. Yeah, I'm just waiting for to hear about what happens to this dude because he's got to go. He's got to go for multiple reasons. I would be shocked and amazed if he actually got fired. The same thing I said about this dude. Until it happens... I mean, because I heard about it and I was like, I told, I told Boo, I was like, come on now. Ain't that going to happen to him? If it does, I'll be shocked. And I was. The problem is we won't know. And the reason why we won't know, because we don't even know the policeman's name, which might be the most brilliant part about all of it. Well, I think for this situation, we may know because it was so public. It was so, so public. But by and large, nothing has to happen. Because, again, you're talking about dudes that are trying to get home, man. In a, in a tenuous situation, much more than tenuous. That's a light word for what's happening in Minnesota right now. Or Minneapolis, I'm sorry, right now. So, again, I can't argue with the cop. I'm just keep it moving. But it's there for people to see. Probably not the best look. And eventually, everything that you do or not do has dividends or consequences. The choice is yours. But this will bear out. Craziness. Truth. And then, yeah, and then on top of that, you got people in Kentucky hanging people, not people, <laughs> but I mean, what the hell, man? Okay, it's okay. Like, I got to say something about this. When I saw this, I was like, this dude is doing this on the lawn of the governor's mansion. Yeah. I'm like, and he didn't get shot. Oh, I know he ain't black. (laughs) 
he had, was able to string it up, get applause, had a camera crew, some camera crews out there. He had an audience. And I'm like, no one came to get this dude. Nobody. During the whole thing, I think it lasted two minutes. No one came out and got this dude. He is on the governor's grass, hanging a uh, image of the governor on the governor's tree. And I'm like, now if that ain't white privilege, I don't know what is. In I every mean, way. Now you go ahead and say what you got to say, because when I saw that, that's exactly what I thought. You know, first of all, I'm with you. The cojones on this dude, and then the lack of um doing stuff. But you know, it's Kentucky. I was gonna say that, and I'm glad that you did. I mean, everybody know everybody who listens to the show knows how I feel about <laughs> the state we gonna lose. I mean, in the Mountain Dew. I mean, really, man. It's oh, and then man. you know he lost his job where he used to work at. That was, was surprising. Like, that was surprising to me because I thought it would just be okay. Maybe he might get a misdemeanor or something like that. I thought nothing would happen to this dude, and especially he's like high up in the clan too. I thought he'd be good, man. But apparently not. Neil Husman wants to sell some stuff. He can't employ this dude. He's trying to get paid. <laughs> Told you you gotta work like a cancer. I mean, they knew they knew where he worked at too. And he, you know, he confirmed to CNN he lost his job. He's like, quote, my first amendment was violated when I was doing a first amendment act, unquote. And I'm like That is not a first amendment act. I mean, hanging stuff is not first amendment. You know, here's a messed up part about all of this, man. How come every crazy stuff, Virginia got to be tied into this crap, man? Wait a minute. How did we get tied into something that happened in Kentucky? The FG had a note around his neck, six separate tyrannus, which translates to us always a tyrant. Now, tell me why that's important for Virginia. Isn't that on our seal? That is our state motto. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> so they tried to take us down with them? Yo. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, and basically, as they said, the phrase was shouted by John Wilkes Booth when he shot Abraham Lincoln. Sure. And I'm thinking to myself, we might need to think about getting rid of that. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. I mean. You're not wrong, though, but it's not going anywhere. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's not going to go anywhere. You know, at least not until the South Carolina flag gets changed. So, you know, question is who can get to the finish line first. But. Ain't no finish line. Ain't nobody running. <laughs> Very true. But the, the crazy part about it was it was the governor's face on it. Who's white? Yeah, that shocked me, too, because I thought it was going to be a black face. But then I looked and, no. then, and then that made me read the caption. I was like, oh, this is the governor. Ooh, I know he's going to jail. But no, no, no one ever came out. Security, whatever the secret services for that state. I don't, no one came out. This dude is on the governor's lawn, man. Well, it's kind of I mean, I'm not saying it's not public it's not exactly not public it's not difficult you know however I think I'd be questioning if somebody dragging a bag <laughs> or something that looks like a looks like a, a stuff something I mean I'd, I would question that um well if you would question it you'd be out there I mean but I won't be out there it was too hot well, if that. you're law enforcement, then there's no such thing as this too yeah. hot. You see something questionable, you go out there and you handle it. 
I, d- I don't understand why his how his First Amendment was violated there. I'm trying to figure that out. I mean, you put the thing up. What, you mad because somebody cut it down? I mean, how was that violation? You got it up. The fact that you got it up is already impressive. Yeah, because in other countries, you got shot dead. Just saying. I mean, in other places, you get shot dead. Kentucky's not one of them, man. Yo, Virginia, don't play that. Another skin color, you got shot dead. Just saying. Virginia, too. Man, we don't play. Nah. Nah. You don't get that close. Not with something like that. You know, because it looks <laughs> it looks crazy like a bomb, man. Nah, Virginia, you get shot. Man, I'm telling you, man. People don't be understanding, man. There's a reason why crap don't happen in Virginia, man. Like this. There's a reason. Man, we cold-blooded killers, man. We will take you out. <laughs> this, this stuff don't happen in VA, man. Well, I don't know. We're not talking about Virginia. We're talking about Kentucky. So what do we but have I'm to saying, do? When's the last time you heard about something like this happening in Virginia? It I'll wouldn't. Wait. It doesn't. Yeah, because people get shot here. <laughs> man, we are talking about Kentucky, man. You need to stay on topic, man. But you would think Kentucky likes guns, too. Kentucky's a whole different ball game, man. Yeah, Apparently. they don't drink water. They drink Mountain Dew, you know, but that's not the point <laughs> you here. You know? No, but see, the thing is, like I said before, if you look at Man, the I'm gonna video... I'm going to get an evil thing from somebody from Kentucky one day. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. Because if it, if it, if you get some evil things from Kentucky, they're gonna be some, it's going to be from somebody who would have said that to you for free. For some other I reason. Mean, don't even try it. Well, I meant like they're going to text, they're going to like email the show and be like, stop talking crap about Kentucky. And I'm going to be like, stop doing stupid crap. Exactly. Even your oversimplification is dead on. So guess what? <laughs> so they asked <laughs> oh no oh no you can't even say so, it so Wednesday <laughs> they asked the governor about the dude losing his job he said he didn't have a comment then he said after he said he didn't have a comment he said quote you don't simply in the moment make a dummy with someone's face on it and hang it up and you just don't, in the moment, march a, march a group over to stand on somebody's porch on the other side of the window pane from where their kids play and shout them out, shout for them to come out, unquote. But he had nothing to say. Hey, hey, you know what? You, you're not allowed to judge because you do the same thing. Don't even try. I do. Yes, you that's do. That's why I can judge. That's why it's funny. <laughs> so that's why you can judge because you do the same thing? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> and then he says, quote, now I know both of these things have, that have happened have been ways to create fear and show hate to numerous other people in America. And I don't want to claim that I know that I know how that history feels. But I think all of us w- would say that different decisions have consequences. And I would hope that we would all make better decisions in it, like that as we move forward, unquote. Yeah, he had nothing to say. He didn't have a comment, but he said like two paragraphs. It's awesome. Hey. Like, I want to meet this dude and shake his hand. <laughs> I'm like, he's just like me, though. I know. I ain't got nothing to say, but then I got a whole bunch. Two brothers from other mothers. I know. Man. <laughs> but that's that's real. I mean, but that is true, man. You hang this thing out where your kids, where somebody's kids play. Absolutely. And then you tell them to come out. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Like I said, like I said 10 minutes ago, this is happening. Yes. And then you mad because you lost your job. Exactly. Talking about First Amendment. You know what? You know what the First Amendment is? You being fired. Because <laughs> this dude trying to make money and everybody know who you are. You're not going to come work for me and expect, my man, that's how people, what, this is the place that, that the, the races work at. Nah, son, that affects the bottom line. 
the truth <laughs> could be what it is. But the almighty dollar rules. I'm so and, glad. I'm so glad you understand me now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I've always understood you. Okay. Because it felt like it was a the little divide between me, money, and how you thought about that. I'm glad you're oh, okay no. now. No, this dude got fired simply because you brought some stuff to my to my work, man. I can't do that. Exactly. Even though we're going to the same clan meeting, it don't matter. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> but you can't you can't be doing that, you man. Can't where's work your, here. <laughs> where's your hood at, man? <laughs> at least they can't tell who you are. Exactly. Jeez. And he didn't even get arrested. No, and that again, very surprising. I mean, it's not that he was necessarily white. Because I felt like some places you go, it doesn't matter who you are, you're going to get taken down. This dude, he spent two minutes doing this because he had to string up, the unravel the doll, string up the doll, put the, as far as putting a rope around the doll's neck. Then he had to put throw the rope around the nah, limb. No, that was probably already done. Okay. Then put the rope around the limb and then pretend to hang the, hang the doll. Come on, he didn't pretend man. to hang it. He hung I, that what, what I'm saying, well, I shouldn't say pretend to hang the doll. I should say he pretended to hang the person, which you know sim, uh, symbolizes the uh, governor. And no one came out. No I mean, one. And that, yeah, that whole protest thing. Come on. Which is funny because it came down because one of the protesters was like, nah, man, we don't do this. <laughs> one of the protesters, people who was with him, went and cut it down. Nah, son, that's not how we do it. Literally, that's what they said. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. When, when the people, when the people who you supposed to hate with don't agree with you, yeah, you kind of messed up. So that's problem. Your own tribe is uh, like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we don't know who this dude is. We hate black. We hate people, but I don't know about this guy. This guy is a different <laughs> level. We ain't that good yet. And it, and the crazy part, it wasn't even against black people. It's a governor who's white. And that is, you know, what uh, this. Yeah. How you gonna hang? How you gonna hang? Oh, uh, <laughs> how you gonna? <laughs> I ain't never seen it, man. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna hang up this effigy of who? You know, Barack Obama? No, no. You know, um, Jesse Jackson? No, no. The governor of Kentucky? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I almost felt like the governor of Kentucky should have came out and took a picture with it. They're like, what's up? <laughs> this is like the first time in American history that a white dude got hung. Well, and it's just like I know that's a really crass statement, but let's be real, man. You don't see this that often. No, no. I think this might have been the first time I've actually seen this. Seen a white dude get hung, and it's some racial stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> that is an anomaly for sure. Yeah, the protest was advertised on Facebook as a Patriot Day rally to exercise Second Amendment rights. Okay, you exercise the Second Amendment rights. What about your first amendment? Nobody cares about your first amendment rights, man. <laughs> your first amendment rights say freedom of speech and to put up effigies. No, that's not how I read, my brother. <laughs> See, that Kentucky, man. That Kentucky. Is it a Mountain Dew? I mean, education, how you want to go? <laughs> I'm just playing. You leave them people alone. <laughs> and then there's a picture. I love when, like, protests, you know, everybody's like, down with whatever and then you got the one dude with a bible verse yeah always always ye must be born again what's the rest of it he doesn't know <laughs> John 3 7 ye must be born again he, he doesn't know like what uh, first of all what does this got to do with the protest for them everything 
that statement i'm trying to figure out what that statement is you must be born again like i'm trying to figure out like what because you like, can't, i can't you, you can't get right without being born again so apparently the governor needs to be born again so he can see the error in his ways yeah and he's also got a sign on his chest that says trust jesus yeah but i thought you there about your second amendment rights last time i checked trust <laughs> jesus not one of them <laughs> i mean i think he went to the wrong place <laughs> you're just killing this dude let this dude just be jobless and and, and racist no man. it wasn't that dude it was some other dude i'm just saying let, if- let me just say <laughs> you just kill it and then somebody else got a sign that said abolish the governor from office abolish abolish what see that's that kentucky education man that's abolish abolish you can't abolish a government never mind i think it's either abolish or abort or something i don't know that, you can't it's abort with you another sign you know what but it's like oh yeah yeah i'm just saying man <laughs> you know what i'm sorry i didn't mean to kill a messenger because all you can do is say what they said <laughs> i mean <laughs> which goes back to that mountain dew <laughs> yeah as a rally was winding down someone drove up in a truck and pulled the FG of Bashir out of a bag and hung it on a tree like first of all it goes back so a truck got on this dude's property yeah hold on man this is a capital <laughs> and they just read rolling trucks up on grass there and, and nobody says anything this is what I was trying to tell you man this that's is why the they don't do that crap in Virginia mansion, son man. we you- got a gate and everything Man, you couldn't roll up on Northam like that. Man, you can't roll up on, on nobody like that. Exactly my point. And like I said, this whole thing transpired on Facebook Live or the video Boo Love showed to me or whatever it was. Yeah. And not one time was this guy feeling threatened at all. Everybody was sitting and watching. Camera crew, camera crew included because it was a black man there. So I got to figure he was with the media. So I'm just saying, man, it's like, and no one I mean, came out. No one? Okay. All right. After SG was hung from a tree, another man came up and cut it down. There's a gentleman that came up. He was pretty upset about it. And he cut it down. And he was like, this has no place at this rally. We're trying to be peaceful. Yeah, because, you know, hanging stuff ain't exactly peaceful. Hey, this is where we want you at. But since we couldn't get you, we got your replacement. What? Stunt double. <laughs> he said stunt double. <laughs> Hey man, yeah. When I saw this article, I was so weak, and I was, just, and, it, and it didn't really hit me until I saw the picture of the effigy, and it's like, like literally, man. It's like somebody in a, I'm sorry, I ain't trying to offend nobody, in a garbage man uniform, with like, it's just terrible. And six zipper tyrannus, it is covering up the whole chest, and it's not even straight. And then the rope is some like inch thick rope man it's like look man if you're gonna do this i need you to go get the thick rope you know and do the noose correctly i mean come on man you just halfway did this you woke up this morning and be like hey let me create this and <laughs> hang it from a tree that'd be a great idea man you know let's tell them what you really feel about them it's come on man hey man stop halfing it just stop halfing it. <laughs> stop halfing it <laughs> so he was I'm just saying if you're gonna do this and you gonna get on the news man i need you to go full blast well, you know, speaking of halfing it, Marcus J ain't no half stepping. That guy knows. Just throwing a plug out there for him because yeah. I know his show. Wow, right now, holy cow! Oh man, I can't <laughs> even listen to it. I love Marcus J, Whew. and I hope to have him on the show one day. 
That'd be but great. Yeah. That would be great. Actually, we'd love to have him on the show right now because that guy's got some opinions, Ooh. man. Wow. He's got to be on fire right now. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I love him. He's a good guy. And on top of all that, because we don't need nothing else going on, JC Penny said, yeah, we closed some stores down. Dude. He's like, what? Yeah, man, they've been they've been on they've been on bankruptcy for like thirty years. Chapter eleven. So is it finally over? Can they can they put us out of our misery? But they but they're only closing like one hundred and twenty stores. And see, this is what I mean. This is see, JC Penny's actually going to be in business selling something for another thirty years. This is this is not over. <laughs> I mean. You know, I'm just saying, man. JC Penney's has been on the verge of going out of business for 30 years, man, and they never go away. They're the biggest like retail cockroach ever. Yeah, I apologize. I'm giving incorrect information. What's that? They're closing 192 stores this year, and then 242 next year, and they'll have a total of 604 remaining. You see what I'm saying? Like I said. So you're just getting rid of the dead weight. Exactly. You're pruning. You're not taking the tree out of the ground. Chapter 11 bankruptcy, man. That's a, you know what? That's a restructure anyway. That's yeah. not that's not I mean, the for real bankruptcy. Nah, that's just a restructure. Don't even worry about that. They're going to be in business for It should be called chapter years. 11 restructure. <laughs> and we can do it every like four years so we can keep restructure. Well, that's the kind of the plan because it keeps you alive. Man, corporate law is, come on, man. And, and last year they closed 27 stores so you went from 27 to 194 then to 262 242 yo man that means you had like a thousand stores exactly this Are is something this really is losing money man this is something they should have done a long time ago just because it's you know like fiscally healthy jc penny yeah. has jc penny's at this point in history has no reason to have a thousand stores Especially if you, you you know you have an internet presence, you don't need a thousand stores, brick and mortar like that. No man. And there are rumors that Amazon may buy JCPenney. And see, there it is. That's why they're staying awake. They hope to get bought out. I don't think so because they've been they've been doing this. They have been playing this game for years. Is what I'm trying to tell you. That's why I don't believe it. Because Boo was telling me about that, I was like, mm. and this is why I didn't know, but I figured it was. They've been going out of business too long, man. Where I'm from, when I you mean, go out of business, I'll, I can't buy nothing from you no more. Yeah, I mean, I can run up the street on Mercury. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, it's funny they they make this nice stat. Since the start of 2011, the retailers closed more than 20 percent of its stores and cut more than 40 percent of its staff. Yeah, it's bigger than Macy's, Dillard's, and Nordstrom. Yeah, because that's what I was going to point out to you. It's like they're going to close. You know, three or four hundred stores in the next twenty-four months. But then, what did you say they had left? Six hundred. Six hundred and four. See that? They got more J.C. Penney's than Walmart, probably. Uh, it, yeah, it's not a good look, man. They have their business model is so old. But the bottom line is, they're not out of business. They're not going out of business. They're just trying to give a reason to cut without saying, "Well, you know, we don't want to pay anybody back, so we're going to cut this and do this. <laughs> and we're going to restructure this, and now you're you know, I'm still on. getting paid though." Now you're catching on. <laughs> oh man, look, I'm I'm woke. You woke. <laughs> I, I, I'm woke to this. Okay. I just don't care because I don't go shopping at malls and stuff anymore. Because who wants to go to a mall right now? 
Well, we weren't really going to malls before. That's why uh, yeah. ownership and property management people are like losing their shirts right now. And, you know, that was before all this COVID stuff. So, yeah, no one was going to malls. Amazon is the new way. Online in, in general is the new way. I'm not going to lie, man. I got issues with buying clothes online just because you can't put it on. Yeah, that's true. And then sending it back is like the worst. It is. Like, I was looking at that M. Taylor commercial. Yeah. And I was like, you know, if those shirts weren't $60, I'd probably buy one. But I'll be doggone if I spent $60 on a T-shirt. That ain't happening. That thing better make me breakfast. <laughs> well, wait a minute. It probably could make half your breakfast because your bacon is already done. I mean, true. But <laughs> didn't make the rest of it. because Fried eggs. <laughs> yeah. sixty A $60 shirt would be my lucky shirt, which basically means if I wear that shirt, something better happen positively. <laughs> so what's going down and you got a shirt off? <laughs> I, I need some guarantees. You need some assurance that things are going to yeah. happen because you got your $60 shirt on. I mean, yeah, man, a $60 shirt. Really? Like, <laughs> I can't, man. A $60 shirt that looks like that looks like a colored T-shirt that you bought from Walmart for eight bucks. <laughs> OK, let me let to give the audience some perspective. Would you buy Jordans before you would buy that $60 T-shirt? Now, because okay. Jordans are more expensive than that $60 T-shirt. <laughs> And if somebody scuffed my Jordans, I'd be ready to fight. Because <laughs> if I pay $250 for Jordans, I'm either never wearing them or I'm wearing them just around the house. And if I scuff on my own Jordans, I'm beating myself up. <laughs> you going to beat yourself up? 200 man, $250. You know what I can get for $250? A whole bunch of something else. <laughs> yes, that's very true. You can. I mean, they don't make me fly. My, my b-ball my game ain't getting better. I'm not being like Mike. And at this point in time, I don't want to be like that jerk anyway. Screw him. <laughs> wow. I ain't trying to get him no more money. Come on, man. He wasn't a jerk. He was intense. You're stupid. <laughs> now, I'm stupid. Uh, that's cold-blooded, man. He's a jerk, man. That dude's a straight jerk. No, I, I agree. Straight. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> like, there's... I can't even... Like, yeah. No, that dude's a straight jerk. J-E-R-K-P-O-S. And it's just... <laughs> Wow! And, and, and his document, harsh. his documentary, basically confirmed everything for me. I mean, whatever, man. <laughs> You're still holding issues because Isaiah didn't shake your hand. Man, you better get out of here with that crap. <laughs> I yeah, I can't judge that because there are some people I just don't like. So I'm not gonna go. I mean, it's one thing not to like him, and it's but you gonna hold a 30 year grudge because he didn't shake your hand. Like you hate this dude now. That's a little bit too long, there, bro. Mm. It depends, man. I'm not saying I mean, that you're wasn't wrong. Was it enough for you not to get him on the to kick him off the dream team? No, it wasn't that enough? No, for him, no. Clearly not. No. I mean, you know, he's a you know he's a typical narcissist who's got a gambling problem. I mean, remember the clip? I think it was episode six or whatever. Uh-huh. He's playing the quarters game with the with one of the security guys or whatever, and he kept losing. It's like, hey man, double or nothing. I'm like, dude, it's a quarter. That's not a gambling problem. That's not a gambling problem. Man. Because the one thing that Phil Jackson said about when he was asked uh, asked about the uh, differences between Kobe and Jordan was he's like, on the on the gym floor, they're the same people. But Kobe Kobe's competitive nature ends when he leaves practice or leaves the game. After that, he's somebody else that Jordan's not. And that's the problem. I don't he didn't have a gambling problem. He never had a gambling problem. Yeah, he's he was a better human being than Jordan. 
I'm not going to argue that. The bottom line is The Last Dance was captivating. Loved it. It is what it is. Yeah, I, I tried. I want to. Part of my body wants to watch The Last Say, but I can't sit there and listen to that because he's a jerk, too. And it's like, who's a jerk? That's what you got to do. You got to be a jerk to get a, a ESPN 30 for 30. Oh, the Lance Armstrong thing. Yeah. yeah I wanted I to can't. see that, but I can't see it. I don't have ESPN Plus. It's on ESPN, dog. Oh, I was told that it was on ESPN Plus. That's why I never paid it. Nah, it's Sunday nights at nine. They're going to show the first one at seven and the second one at, and the second one at nine. Really? Tomorrow. Oh, I got, is, is this the first one or they did it last week? This is the second one, but you know how they did with the Jordan thing. They just left it So on. they'll show the cursing version on ESPN, the non cursing <laughs> version on ESPN, too. <laughs> Because, you know, God knows somebody hears the F word. I actually, I really did like hearing him curse, man. Because, I mean, going through his career, he was always as clean as a wuss. Uh, you know, just clean as a wuss. He wanted you to think that that dude sucks. No, dude, the man was doing business. He can't, that image, he can't, no. Yeah, little kids be like Mike, man. You can't just be F-bombing it like that. Come on, man. And he F-bombed like it was nobody's business. Absolutely. Especially when um, they were playing the Knicks. Him and Xavier yeah. McDaniel got into it. And I read lips. I said, I told my dad. I was like, you see that? He said, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> man. F you, baby. F you. <laughs> yeah. And that's when all of us were like, wow. But at that point, he was Jordan. So Not he me. Want I just, dude, I never liked that dude. I know that. But, you know, I'm talking about him now. You had your turn. I'm just saying the dude was dope, man. I'm not saying because I call because I told Bulo, I used to date a girl in Chicago and I'll tell his story. And this is my only bad Jordan story. Um, He as far as I was concerned, there's only a handful of women that actually my wife is so gorgeous everything else is a lateral move you have different kinds of gorgeous or whatever it is Mm -hmm. but there's nobody better than her as far as i'm concerned well my first my first thing big time crush was actually his wife i saw her i was like wow i never seen anybody like that before in my life i was like that is exactly what i want right there not necessarily her but definitely someone on that level i definitely bought into pretty so, you know, I'm like, okay. So I started dating this girl and she lived in Chicago. Uh, actually, when we started dating, she was still here, but she had moved back. So I was like, okay. So I went up there a couple of times, whatever. And obviously, if you're from Chicago, everybody wants to talk about Jordan anyway. She was a fan. I was a fan, whatever, whatever. So what I didn't realize was I brought her up. I was like, wow, you know, the guy's got everything. He's got, you know, uh, money, championships, cars, whatever. Everything's great. And uh, he, she was like, uh, yeah, he, he had a wife and all, but he a hoe. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it was like... Shocker. Well, see, for me it was because I didn't know anything except what he showed me, what the corporations in which you know he endorsed showed me, and what he put on the basketball court. That's all I knew. So for her to come out and say, yeah, Jordan a hoe, he, he ran around like, oh my God, he still does. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, I can see it before he met Juanita. I can see that because you're single, you know, you Jordan, whatever. I get it. But after the fact, oh, oh, AG, Jordan was and is a hoe. And that was right before all of this stuff started coming out. And I'm like, wait a minute. This dude got babies out there. He paying. Well, people blaming him for babies. I don't know if he's actually got one. And then they had to pay that lady $5 million because she was doing dirt. They were doing dirt. I'm like, what? Man, I was so like, okay. That was an eye opener for me. I was like, you know what? But it makes sense. Makes sense. 
Speaking of making sense. What? Um, since when did Jordan have a daughter? Since his third championship. Really? You knew he had a daughter? I know he had a daughter. Yeah. I knew he had a daughter because I remember I remember when she was born. It's like Ah, I don't remember that. She was uh I, she was born um, like I said, then when they were playing the jazz in that in that time. She that must year. have stayed out the limelight for real. Because like Well, he was on his way out of the limelight, I think. Well no no well, no no not, she was a she was a, a tiny tiny baby when they won because it's like I think that um she was born during the time that they beat not Portland but uh who was their third championship? It was like they beat Lakers and they beat Portland and then they beat who? I don't know. Anyway, that third championship, she was born during that time. So she was a baby then. And really Jordan kept his families under wraps. I I mean a lot you know, you'd be hard pressed to find any pictures of his kids. You might find well, some. Well, you know of his about wife. his two kids because they played basketball, college basketball. Now, but see, when they were young, not so much. Yeah, that's me and Tico are like, when do you get a daughter? Like, cause she she appeared up on the screen. It was like, what is that? Yeah, I was I was aware. I was well aware. I didn't know that. The only thing new that's come out since she was born is that she's a lesbian. That's the only thing I knew because her, he and Magic Johnson had that conversation about what do you do. So yeah. Ah. Okay. But yeah, she's been around the whole time. I remember she yeah. was born. But I can't watch that last stuff, man. Moby said it was I, right, but I mean, I don't care how true for you are. You still suck. I mean, he'll never be able, he'll always be that guy. And I get that. I think what I heard from it was that he's accepted the fact that he's that guy. As opposed to mm-hmm. lying about who he is while he's trying to tell the truth. So, I mean, you know, that's the whole thing with these 30 for 30s, man. If the player has something to do with it, then he's only gonna put out what he wants you to put out, wants you to know. Like Jordan, I mean, you know, I thought the side stories were awesome, and they were to me they were more important than Jordan because I don't give a crap about Jordan. But you know, I thought this like the the Steve Kerr story that was kind of dope. I didn't know his dad was like that, um, like you know, a beast like that. Yes, and you know. It, that was cool you know I think they did Scotty kind of wrong at the end at the beginning he was awesome but then at the at the end he couldn't let go Jordan couldn't let go of the fact that you know he didn't get surgery to the beginning of the season and you know he had issues you know he couldn't let that stuff go excuse me and um it's just well I don't understand well I, I hear what you're saying but I don't know if I understand truly how you feel. And I also about what? Because it's like if if you're a teammate and you're trying to do something, there is a part of you that does feel let down that you did that because we all know what you're doing. We all understand why you're doing it, but it doesn't mean you can't be disappointed. It doesn't. And so for mm-hmm. that, if that's the reason why, you know, a lot of people are saying they did Scotty wrong. I don't know if I agree with that part because he did he you know he did that on purpose and I get why he did it and like I said before about Krause two two podcasts ago it's like none of that should have came to a head it should have never had to go there but Krause chose to do certain things Scotty chose to do certain things but in Jordan's defense it's like in that situation we're trying to win a championship this is the last this is the last time we're doing this man 
and you put us behind the eight ball because we can't really win anything worth anything without you. Yeah, I mean, especially when he's getting that check for $1.7 million that year. Well, I'm just saying, man. It's. Look. I mean, I, and once again, I'm not like, it, here's my thing, man. To me, I, I thought the 10-part series was good. Except for all the parts that Jordan was involved in. Like, <laughs> you know, if you take Jordan out, I would watch that. It'd be a six-part series. It'd be awesome. Um, I thought, you know, Jordan made sure to put in the time, all the times that he belittled and bullied Jerry Krause. You know, when they all used to joke on him and stuff. He made sure that you knew what he was saying. You know, and it's just like, I understand Jerry Krause was the villain. But Jerry Krause ain't here no more. You know, if you're going to be a real man about it like you claim to be, you should have did this while he was alive so he could say, so he would have something to say. Now, once again, I, I'm not saying I like Jerry Krause, but there is something in being able to defend oneself. And, you know, some things he can't defend. I get it. You know, he made some stupid choices. You know, but once again, you basically picked on the little kid you know, on the on the school bus that you could, and he couldn't defend himself. And he did that throughout the career. Not saying he didn't deserve it, but come on, man. I mean, but I understand how Jerry Cross was also a, a you know, a penile implant because <laughs> it's like, how are you gonna sit here and say, well, you know, the the um the back office is what creates chips? Whoa, player. You didn't play a second. Now, yes, you put people in the right places. Yes, you put the you played that chessboard hot. But you can't say you're better than them. And that was his issue. He wanted to get credit. But the problem was he did get credit. He just wanted his name above Jordan's. And that was never gonna happen. And that's that's that was his issue. And that's why he brought in Tim Floyd and they flopped. I mean, it was terrible. And then, you know, Jerry Krause was kind of hated by everybody. And now he's really hated in death, <laughs> you know. But when it's all said and done, he has this place as probably one of the best GMs in NBA history. You know, because he can he put together not once, but two three-peats. Nobody had done that. And could he have kept it going? Possibly. You know, he took advantage of people. Yep. You know, he was just as dirty as everybody else. He was just as dirty as Jordan in different ways. And I just feel like if it wasn't for the side stories, you know, what do you mean? I'm sorry, Jordan. My bad. I got to make a shot for you to remember that I'm part of this team. Last time I checked this five and not not one, jerk. I mean, oh, Paxton hit a shot. Oh, I can pass the ball to him now. What do you mean you can pass the ball to him now? I mean, he deserves, and, and that's the issues I hate with Jordan. He thought he could do it himself, and he couldn't, and he was the last person to figure that out. <laughs> and it's just like, and then you snitching. How are you snitching on the first episode? Yeah, I walked into the room, and they had drugs and girls and weed. And, really, dude? That's what we do? We just snitch on national TV. I mean... I'm not, I'm not, but I'm also not that dude. Snitches get stitches. That ain't me. But I'm also not going to go on TV and be like, yeah, this is what I saw. And I didn't agree with it. Oh, you holier than thou, brother? 
come on, man. And then later on in your career, you drinking and smoking and doing God knows what. But we can't show that because, you know, Jordan's hired and everybody up and whatever. Douchebag. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a Jordan fan. I realize that uh, in a big way. Well, I knew it Never before, was. but you know, but for me, it's different. I don't see, number one, I don't see where Jerry Krause, where is it, whether he's here to defend himself or not. He, defends, he defended himself plenty while he was living during this whole thing. And I don't really give people a pass just because they died. I'm not that guy. If you're a jerk and no one shows up at your funeral, then I got to believe you're a real jerk, whether I was there to experience you or not. Now, I will say this. Jordan and Pippen were the only ones that came out in such a demonstrative way against Jerry Krause. Surprisingly to me, everyone else is like, we got along. Well, because they couldn't trade those two. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but all I'm saying to you is it seems like he had a decent relationship with everyone else except those two. And what I saw was two wrongs don't make a right because I would never speak to my boss that way. However, if I was a boss, which is rare, the behavior I'm getting ready to, to tell you about. But as a boss, you think you can do anything, especially when you're that guy, especially when you have a, a little man complex, because that's all I saw. He, he was the dude that wanted to be on the cool and sit at the cool kids table. And he wasn't cool, even though he facilitated everything. But at the end of the day, like you said, you don't shoot a jumper and you short and fat and you're robbing us blind and you think we're supposed to accept you. That's never going to happen. Only reason Jordan got paid the way he got paid the last one or two years of his career as a Chicago Bull was because Ryan Storr finally got off his keister and did something about it. That's that's the only reason. Because I told you before, Ryan Storr don't get off with me either. That dude, he let stuff happen. I'm like, man, you're the owner. Jerry Krause is an employee. You're the owner and you're going to let this. Okay. I'll say this. You know, he hired Krause to do a job. And, you know, honestly, if he inferred interfered so much he'd be Jerry Jones how many championships does Jerry Jones have I'll wait for it he has four or are you talking about he yeah. has none because he didn't play no I mean but Jerry Jones no Jerry Jones if I'm correct did not did he buy the team before they won the championships or after I thought it was after no I mean Jerry Jones has his share of the championships Dallas only had two they beat the Dolphins and they beat uh, they beat the Broncos and then Jerry Jones bought the team and he added three more so what are you talking about? Yes. But during those times, he was not GM. He paid somebody to be GM. I mean, I realize what you're saying. But what I'm yeah. saying to you is Jerry Jones. If Jerry Jones wasn't the GM, I expect Jerry Jones to do exactly what I'm telling you Reinsdorf should have done. Because you don't have the first and second best player in the league. The best player and arguably the best player in NBA history getting league minimum wage you don't do that now i'm not saying they actually got you know league minimum but what i'm saying is based on their stature and what they've proven the idea that you're not restructuring their deal or giving them a new deal 
is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Was Jordan pissed off at that? A little bit, but he didn't. it didn't really matter to him because he made so much more money doing other things. But for someone like Scottie Pippen, that's basically all of his money. But really what it comes down to, and this is something you do have to agree, well, you don't have to, but I hope that you do. In sports, your contract is a, is a level of respect factor. If you are balling and you're on a rookie deal and the next time you re-up, they treat you like a rookie, they lowball you, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. And you and the player never gets over it. Hey, Scotty did not. Well, he wasn't supposed to. He he was treated poorly that whole time. And that and that's the reason why. When you're in a business relationship with someone and they are treating you like you just whatever. You're the second best player in the league and you're making the 122nd biggest salary? What? No. 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 That's not how it works. If you're trying to avoid a disgruntled employee. And I think that's where I feel like Scotty messed up at. Because he said he talked to a disgruntled employee, but when it's all said and done, he could just let his hey, he could he he pays an agent for a reason. You let your agent handle that. That's another conversation. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. you're wrong, but it's another conversation I am talking about. See, this is almost like talking to authority figures. It's like, I don't care about that. That's a side order. What I'm telling you is Krauss could have done something about a situation and he chose not to because of some petty reasons that belong to him. And yep. I'm not going to give him a freaking pass because he's dead. Everybody's got to die. And you leave here whatever credit rating you have. And that's his. Now, I'm not saying that everybody hated the guy, but I am saying he did what he did. And I am saying everybody agrees with that. And I'm not going to give him a pass for it. So I'm I'm sitting here baffled that people, no, they, they did Jerry Krause wrong. No, he didn't. They didn't do Scottie Pippen wrong either. Because it was what it was. And everything that I saw, I already knew about. I'm actually surprised they showed some of it. So no, they didn't do Scottie Pippen wrong. He did himself wrong and they showed it. And was Jordan a jerk? I didn't realize he was that big of a jerk, but I know now, and they didn't hide it. It is what it is. Yeah, he's a DB. And this whole thing with Isaiah, where Isaiah's getting, you know, all of this. Um, oh, Isaiah deserved that too. You know, it's like, no, Isaiah's a And he's always going to yeah. be that guy. Oh, yeah. Isaiah sucks. He's a jerk, man. And he's been a jerk for a minute. There's a reason why. And see, this is the part where I'm like, people don't really look at everything that's happening because the Jordan was the only person that could say I'm not playing and change everything but everybody on that team how does it how in the world is a dream team head coach going to be the coach and you still ain't on the team he's your coach and he still didn't no I don't no there's nothing about this that smells like Jordan's a jerk it smells like Jordan hated that guy and everybody else hated him too. And Jordan was the ringleader. And because he's Jordan, he took all the brunt of everything that will come after. And that's, and, and apparently that's okay with him. And it's okay with me too, because the bottom line is no one wanted him on that team. Now, I don't know what type of person Isaiah is now because things change in 30 years at times. No, I still check. Well, I don't, again, just like Jerry Krause being dead doesn't help me feel better about him. And Isaiah having some age and some boo-hoo and look what, look what happened and I never hated the guy. Yeah, okay, whatever. You're that guy, man. 
And there's a reason why, you know, what, 10 other players didn't want you to play either. Now, again, nothing against John Stockton because John Stockton in all world. But he isn't Isaiah Thomas either. And there's a reason why that guy got voted as a point guard over you. Now, run tell that. And I get tired of, sick and tired of people saying, well, they did him wrong. They didn't. No, they didn't. They letting Jordan, they're framing Jordan a certain way, and they can because there's good and bad in everything. They're framing Krause a certain way because he's not here to defend himself. Because Jerry Krause had plenty of time to defend himself, and he was always that dude. And the only thing he said in that in that whole documentary that I agree with is the fact he said there was no backstabbing because there wasn't. He did everything straight up and down, and I respect him for that. If he was going to treat you like a jerk, he would. And he would let you know he was going to do it. I don't care if you go 82-0, you still ain't going to be the coach. And run tell that. Now, from that standpoint, I respect what he said. But if you think this has done something to discolor his image like it was good, it wasn't. He was a hard-nosed Hall of Fame uh, GM that was a jerk to begin with. Because you can be hard-nosed and be fair. Jerry Krause was none of those things. Because he was a jerk to begin with. Just like Isaiah. You gonna be mad at family members because they weren't a 2-3 jersey? Dude, really? Yes, really. So no, Jordan wasn't only one petty. So again, man, I'm kind of lost on it. I understand what you're saying. But for me, everything was pretty accurate based on what was given. A lot of things I didn't know that would be said because it would it would color Jordan a certain way. It really would. And it did. But sorry, I don't really feel that way. That whole thing about the 1.8 seconds, I'm surprised that that showed up, but it did. Because you don't do that, man. I remember watching that game going, what just happened? And then finding out after the fact, like, wow, dude, for real? But it happened. And Scotty was allowed to say what he wanted to say. And he said, I'm sorry that happened. But if you put me in that situation again, I'll probably do the same thing. I wouldn't change it. That's a quote. I wouldn't change it. And I was like looking at the TV like, wow. So he was able to defend himself. So did they do him any less wrong than than Krause? I don't think so. Come on, man. He just told you straight up who he was. So did Krause while he was living. That was video. That was video. It's, it's, It's there for posterity. So God bless Adam Silver for giving both sides, even though one side is gone. It was right there. He ain't had no business paying them people like he did. He ain't had no business bleeding them dry, but he did, and that's fine. But this is the cost, as far as I'm concerned. So that's how I feel about that. I guess you have a pardon shot. Actually, I think I just had one because, like I said, I, I enjoyed the last dance. I'm not saying everybody had to enjoy it. I think it um, was good for me because I lived all of it. Um, I found out some things that I didn't know. But those things have perspective to me uh, because I had a musician friend of mine. We had gotten to a conversation one time and we're, he, it's his band. And so when it's his band, it's like Bon Jovi to me. It's like his name is on the marquee. Those guys are employees, even though I viewed them as part of the band. But that's all they were. They were employees. So just like his band, you know, it's like we got into a conversation about it. He's like, yeah, man, being a leader is like you have to be a jerk. And I didn't understand it really. And I still kind of don't, but he was, I said, explain it to me, what are you talking about? He was like, well, you know, you got to do things and say things to get people motivated. And it's not always nice. 
you have to be the bad guy. You have to alienate yourself. And I was like, I kind of sort of got it, but I think I really, really understood it watching this. And so, but I still, I still believe that there was a human part of it. And I really wasn't sure with my man, but Jordan kind of galvanized my thought. And my thought was, it must be difficult to want to win so bad that you're willing to pay the ultimate price, which is people not really liking you or fearing you, which if they fear you, they really don't like you at some point. And the thing that let me know that it really does bother him that he's a human being was when he started tearing up about defending how he did things and saying break and getting up and walking away for a minute because it's hard to be a leader at the highest level because you got to be a jerk and if you're not really a jerk it's even harder because you don't want to be that guy so for me it, it was enlightening in a lot of ways I learned a lot from it I learned that there's a cost I also learned that there's you know you would probably be better paying the cost up front meaning you don't always have to be a jerk you don't always have to be on at some point the people that are with you are going to get it done for you and like you said earlier and I and I and I totally agree it, it took him until game two of the 1991 season to get that the people that you've been dogging all these times because they weren't doing well or doing as well as you wanted them to do had been there for you all the time just past a freaking ball that didn't happen because I remember them losing game one and him ripping them in the paper the next day and me feeling the same way I feel right now and then game two everybody went off including him and that was the difference and then it happened again in game four when Paxson got the ball three times in a row and scored nine points in a row because he finally got it he finally got it and like you said and you were so right it took him years to figure out he was the problem he was the missing link this whole time and it wasn't about his basketball acumen or anything like that it was about the fact that it's like dude okay you can shut your hole now the people that you've been wanting have, are, have been here so why don't you utilize them and that's the balance that he couldn't strike and that's the balance that he still probably hasn't struck or maybe he has I don't know like things happen in 30 years but being a leader to me is being able to see how to lead and to see when to follow because at some point your kids grow up and if you don't see that you'd be in a home by yourself you have to understand the balance you can be law enforcement and all that and we'll get that and we'll respect you but at some point you gotta understand what the other side's going through period not with any of your color no pun intended there but not with any of your color or perspective but just the other side of things balance is important because life has physics and if you don't understand those physics and you fail that test nothing you ever build will work because life has physics and you can't beat physics so just saying people have balance in what you do no one's trying to say you're wrong sometimes you're not but at the same time there's other things going on and if you don't take things into perspective you'll never have an equation you'll always be unequal so until we get that as a people to a person, none of this stuff is going to work out. That's how I know it's not ever going to really work out. But I'm just saying, for just saying sake, 
Balance is important. Balance is important. That's my part in China. Hmm. I hear that. So, hmm. I guess my part of shot is very simple. Um, while we have all this craziness going on with COVID-19 and, you know, black people getting persecuted, our president wants to pick a fight with social media. <laughs> yeah. They want to, he wants to pick a fight with Twitter and, and, um, Facebook. And I'm just kind of like, you're mad that Twitter put a fact check, a fact check on your stuff. And they're kind of, you know, blocking out your stuff because it's, you know, it could incite riots and violence. And you're mad that they did that. Well, maybe you shouldn't be putting stuff that incites rights or violence, riots or violence. I don't know. Kind of makes sense to me. Makes sense to me too. Um, you know, Facebook is kind of letting you speak. You know, but you got an issue with Facebook too. I don't know why they're letting you speak, which pretty much tells me he has no idea what he's doing. Um, I think that we need to. He needs to be worried more about what's going on in the country than why people can't see his tweets. Well, because they're inflammatory, idiot. You know, stop putting inflammatory treats. Nobody's going to block. Hey, let's have a great day today, America. Nobody's going to block that. Nobody's going to fact check that, you know. But when you put things out, you know, capitalist thugs, maybe they should. Maybe they should block that. You know, it's. I just need him to once to stop thinking about himself and thinking about the job that he's supposed to be doing because to be perfectly honest with you if you are even considering to vote for re-vote for Trump then I don't know if we can have conversation because I need to know what has he done that is so great that he deserves to be re-elected you know what has he done that's so awesome that Biden should just bow down to him or whoever runs you know he just I just I don't see it um you know maybe it's for a couple of different reasons maybe because my bias is I think he sucks and well that's not because it's a bias it's because his body of works has stated that you know you give me the 401k issue I give you the let's look at your 401k now um I give you you know you give me well you know he believes in in the rights of the people and now I'm going to tell you which people and then you're going to say everybody and I'm going to be like everybody who <laughs> because the last time I checked the only people's opinions that he cares about are those who love his stupid rhetoric and rich people so I, I mean last time I checked that's not the majority of the United States of America so like honestly I'm not you know if he resigned my feelings wouldn't be hurt um and then of course people bring well Biden touched that woman in 1993 dog really 1993 he's been a president nominee before and a vice president for eight years and now she wants to speak out come on man 
I, I, you know, is if he did that to her, that's real messed up. You know, and if she took this time to come forward, I mean, I applaud her. But I mean, you can't be mad if people don't believe you. Um, and then furthermore, you're not asking for justice. You're asking for him not to run for president. I mean, my thought process is if someone did something really bad to you, you want justice. You don't want, you don't, no, I just don't want him to run for president. I mean, if that's your thought process of justice, there's a whole lot of other women who will disagree with you (laughs) about what justice should be. Because if he did that, he should be in jail. Yeah, but then again, we have a president who likes to grab women in a vagina. So, yeah, because because he's rich and they're beautiful and they want him to do it. So, I say all that to say this. Everybody, we just need to make sure that we don't listen to one side, we don't listen to the other side. We just need to make sure we get information that's proper. You know? Honestly, if you truly want the best side, listen to both sides. And then you kind of got to make your decisions after that. But don't just listen to one side and be like, oh, they're speaking the truth. You know? Now, with that being said, I haven't said that you listen to Fox News or you listen to CNN. I say listen to both. And then you can make sense of what comes out of that. But the problem is, you know, if you listen to other people and not do the research yourself, all you're doing is failing yourself. So I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. You know, I'm going to tell you that you should vote. And I'm going to tell you that when you vote, just make sure you have all the information, not just what you want to hear, all the information. Because if you don't have all the information, then you're just making a really messed up thought process vote. Because when it's all said and done, everybody has their own reasons. Whether it's because Trump thinks the way I do, just because I know Trump will protect me, or because that dude's crazy, or whatever reasons you want to vote for whoever. But just make sure that it's educated and it makes sense. And if you feel like someone who incites um, a whole bunch of craziness is the dude you want to be president, then that's cool for you. I'm just going to tell you, you know, if you don't get who you want, you know, there are places in the Middle East that will enjoy you because that's kind of what happens over there. And last time I checked, we're in the United States, we're not in the Middle East. So let's not fight. Let's just kind of get our stuff together. We got to learn from each other. And all this senseless violence is so dumb. You know, whether there's a camera on you or not, your character shows, you know, when there's not a camera or when you don't know there's one above you. That's why a lot of these people are in trouble. That's why the the cops are in trouble in Minnesota. That's why the woman lost her job in New York. That's why the, the dudes in Georgia, including the dude who filmed it, you know, that's why they're locked up because their character has been called into question when they didn't think other people were looking. And it comes out that their character is not good. And so I don't feel sad for any of them. I mean, I don't need you to hang an effigy of them anywhere on any state land or anything, but 
you know, hey. The biggest thing about the Kentucky thing is y'all need to get a little bit more protection for your governor. Because if a dude can just roll up on the truck and hang some slump of a thing with a picture of the governor on on the tree hanging from there on some crappy um, rope and whatever and a bad picture of, and at least they spell six Semper Tyrannus correct so I'll give them credit for that but you know y'all might need to look at y'all security because it's real questionable because I know in Virginia nah dudes we got shot <laughs> so feel like every week ag i talk about three things i talk about trump i talk about um the perils of black people and i talk about kentucky well it's low-hanging fruit man it's just so obvious you can't not talk about it like we said in the uh production meeting (laughs) finger quotes of that (laughs) but i mean you it's we would be remiss and not very responsible if we skipped it yeah Kentucky, please get smarter. God knows. I'm I'm rooting for you. Sometimes. I just need you to get better. Just just do it better. At least somebody came and took it down. So that's a plus. That's a plus. True. But it's all, all it takes is one. Make everybody look bad. So it is what it is. And Minnesota, get y'all stuff together, yo. I, I, <laughs> just get it together. Because, you know. Y'all might be the first state seceded from the United States the way this is going. And ain't really nowhere for y'all to go. So y'all need to figure something out. It'll be okay. Everything will be fine. Yeah, just stop arresting CNN people. But, so, I guess, awesome show. AG. Yes, sir. I feel like I got a lot off my chest. I hope you feel the same. I did. I got some stuff off my chest I didn't expect to talk about. Yeah. You know, every day I hope we can talk about something much more, much better the next week. And sometimes I I just like sad. <clears throat> but, you know, word on the street is, you know, somebody says we don't, Dr. Foss said we might not need face masks anymore. But, yeah, I guess we'll tackle that next week because I don't know if I believe that. We'll see. But in Virginia, don't forget your face mask. Please don't get you know in trouble because you didn't wear a face mask. Yo, that's just dumb. Everybody else there, be safe. Anything else, AG? No, I'm good, man. Uh, only thing I'm saying is I think our show is gonna be pretty dark for a few weeks, but you know we'll find some funny in it. Oh man, you know even though it was sad, the Kentucky thing was kind of funny. Yeah, hey, a little, little bit, a little bit. Dude got fired. just a little bit. <laughs> At least one of the black dude. So. I know. <laughs> white, 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 no. white, white men uh, getting hung for the black cause. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I wish I could even say that. I can't even say that. Uh, you kind of can, but you know, I get it. Crazy. Ah, you know. Well, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, if you got any comments or whatever, go to the website www.fiveminutewarning.com and leave your comments like I said please be clean because I would not like to erase it but I'm not going to put up with no craziness Um, yeah let's have a discussion it's a good time for everybody you know stay safe out there and once again 
every week let's try to get a little bit smarter we try to let's try to care a little bit more and let's try to have a little bit more fun five minute warning see you next week peace you can send any questions or comments to five minute warning 19 at gmail.com the five minute warning can now be heard on spotify apple podcast breaker google podcast and radio public Share, like, subscribe. You've been listening to the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search 5-Minute Warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Stay safe out there. I don't need nobody helping me. <laughs> she gonna take the rest of your money. <laughs> but you know, we're gonna shift from that, and we're gonna we're gonna speed up on a couple because it gets better. Like, and throughout this show, it's funny how we go up on a and we hit a crescendo, and you think we're going down. <laughs> Clearly, you haven't listened to the show. So, State Senator Steve Huffman, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, no, he's still a state seminar, but he lost his job. Decided that um, he wanted to make an awesome quote. And the quote is this. My point is, I understand African-Americans have a higher. Oh, I can't read. Incidence of chronic conditions, and it makes them more susceptible to death from COVID. But why it doesn't make them. Why? What? Why it doesn't make them more susceptible just to get COVID. Could it be, could it just be that African Americans or the colored population do not wash their hands as well as other groups or wear a mask and do not socially distance themselves? That could be the explanation of high incidence. Quote, hold on, man. Like, who says colored people? Hey, man, look, I'm going to be the apologist here, man. My you can't. My man just needed a translator. Because I, I, I feel what he was trying to say. He just needed somebody to translate it and take out all that, you know, dumb stuff out of but the he, statement. But he was cool with the first African-American. He was even cool with the second African-American. Then he said four of the words after second African-American. Like, they're two different people. Like, African-Americans and colored people? Now, nah, is he speaking about... Um, Asians? Well, see, I guess what he realized midway through his statement is that the higher incident rates aren't just with black people. It's also with Latin, Latino Americans. It's also with Asians. It's it's everybody that ain't white, pretty much. And I guess he was like, oh, man, I got to fix this. And his old white mind wouldn't let him think of another word other than colored. So, like I said, my man just needed a translator. He needed an autocorrect to correct it before someone could hear it. And I mean, like, man, a lot of look. In all fairness, a lot of old white men need a verbal autocorrect built in. And I mean, he's no different. You know, he just he fell victim to his old old white man ignorance. Like, like, like the. Like, so you're saying that he needed, uh, what what was it called on Key and Peele? The, the Luther uh, tra- the translator, the, the, the anger yeah, translator, the anger translator. Is that what he needed? 
No, no, seriously, man. I can literally translate his statement and make it in a way where people wouldn't have been offended. If he would have just simply said, I realize that the complications from COVID seem to be affecting minorities greater than non-minorities. However, it should not be affecting them getting COVID at a higher risk. So perhaps people who are in more impoverished or social or lesser socioeconomic areas do not have the resources to socially distance or sanitize correctly. Boom, drop the mic. Nobody's mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I hear you. I totally agree with that. Because when I first heard that, I was like, ooh, that ain't good. But the translator works. The translator is awesome. Too bad he didn't have one. Like I said, man, look, first of all, anybody needs my translating services, you know, we'll drop you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you charge by the sentence or the word? I'm just saying, if any any of you old white people um, need somebody to, you know, soften your words a little bit, you know, make it a little bit more 2020 appropriate. Um, you know, make people think you might have associated with black people at some point in time in your life. You know, just, you know, drop me a line, man. I'll see what I can do for you. I mean, he's in Ohio. It's not like there ain't no black people there. <laughs> I mean, look, man, just because they're black people there don't mean you talk to them. I mean, I guess there are a lot of color people there because, I mean, <laughs> that's what he was saying. And see, you know what? And, and to echo what Moby was saying, I tried to tell you this about Hulk Hogan's ex-wife, man. I try to tell you this, man. I told you, man, she is like one thought away from saying colored. I'm telling you, you went on with yo, that T- Afro-American yo, thing yo, Moby, I'm telling she you, said she Afro-American. She old. I know. Afro-American, man. <laughs> what is Afro-American? What, American with an Afro? I mean, that's everybody. That's... I'm telling you, there's some, there's some Jewish dude with a Jew fro right now going, you talking about me too? <laughs> I, I'm an Afro-American. <laughs> I mean, you know, before Jeanette got in the way, I used to be an Afro-American too. <laughs> oh, and like I said last week, man, my thing was, I would have rather her just say colored. At, at least I didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> hey, man. Okay, there's three. It's, it's three. Um, okay, Polit. There's three African American men talking right now. Can we tell white people it's okay to just say black? I mean, <laughs> like at this point in time, I feel like it should just be okay to say black. That's way too much. You're asking way like, too much. Are you offended when somebody says? But you're you black? have to look at it from their point of view. They're they're scared, man. They don't know what to call us, man. I'm telling you. I know that that's that's why I want us to collectively get together, do a public service announcement and say, hey white people, it is okay. We call you white, whether you're from France, Spain, it, it don't matter. If if your pigmentation is lacking, we call you white. <laughs> so it is okay if you see anybody above this shade, just say black. But you know what all it you're takes just, is one person. Because too many times you say things like Afro-American, African-American, colored, minority. Like, I really feel like you just trying to figure out another way to say the N-word. And you're catching yourself. So you're like, whoa, 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 let me back up. So just just say black. Let's just just get it out there right now. Let's just, can anybody second my motion? Just white people, just call me black. I'm all right with it. That's too much to ask, because number one, <laughs> number one, 
as soon as we collectively do it, it's going to be this one rogue militant to say they can't. And then that's going to throw a, a fly in that ointment. Right. You're right. You're right. We need we, we, we don't have enough unity amongst our own. Thank you for saying that. We have to be fair. We have to be fair. <laughs> this show tells the truth. <laughs> we, hey, I'm just saying, man, if you don't want to take out your statues, at least put the whole truth on the plaque. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, God. Just be fair. Just be fair. Because we know we do black, we do white folk wrong, man. We do white folk wrong. We put them under entirely too much pressure to, to do something. And then the next day has changed. No, we can't. We got to be better, man. Come you, on. You're man. right. You're right, man. Like we're asking for too much. There's no. There's nothing after this. Oh, we God. ask for too much. Way too oh, much. God. I can't. Because it's like you know, first it was. But I feel like there should be so much freedom in the simplicity of what I just gave them. Just call me black. Boom. It ends. Okay. Right there. It, I realize that, but see, think about the history of all this. After colored, right? First we were black, right? And everything was cool. Okay, okay. And then it morphed into something else, which I think was probably Afro Af- American, right? <laughs> then that can- that became African American. And then by that time, every other nationality that was quote unquote white had their own national nationality in front of American. So now what can you do? Come on, man. That's too much just, to ask. Just call me American. That'd be cool. And that's way too much to ask. Because that opens up a whole nother can of worms. All I'm saying is, sometimes we put white folk under too much pressure. And so they end up trying to denounce their white privilege. That's where stuff like that come from. <laughs> I mean, we had 400 people do that. So Well, I'm telling that. you, there's a reason why it happened. Y'all laughing, but I'm telling you, it is funny, though. But I'm just saying... <laughs> There's a reason why they did that, and it wasn't all pretend. I'm telling you, man. I, mean, I know. I'm pretty sure it wasn't pretend. That's why I was kind of just like, what? Like, I mean, look. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I hate to just keep dominating this, but like, what happened to the arrogant white people that would call Native Americans Indians, even though they knew this won't. India that they I mean what happened to the <laughs> person to come back and just be like you know what no you black that's oh it oh <laughs> yeah we, we we know this ain't India but we still gonna call you Indians don't worry about it oh god <laughs> this is taking a severe left turn hey man that's what the show does bro All the but time. I'm telling you I told you this was gonna happen now we're on hour two and this is gonna be a four hour podcast nah we're almost done actually this is huh? my fault. I know, really I know I um, wild and crazy ideas like simplifying our ethnic group and just call us black, but my bad. <laughs> well, see, it needed to be said because that's what this show's all about. I already knew it was going to happen. As <laughs> soon as I heard you going to be on a show, I knew it. I already knew it. I was like, you're going to spend five days editing this. It's all good, though. <laughs> I ain't mad at y'all. Because it's been a good show. I'm just saying. I just say because we... <laughs> Because when you said it took a left turn, I'm sitting like on Ruben for real. It took a left turn in the first minute. No, it I mean, didn't. I felt like this was going to be a lighter, this would have been a lighter topic. Like, hey, isn't it just okay to just call us black? But I feel like maybe I made it a heavier conversation because I never thought about how much pressure there is out there for white people now with microphones in front of them. Like, it's got to be terrifying to be a- in your brother's life. Yeah, dude, you, you deserve all that. Well, I, mean, I don't know how you didn't see that coming. Hey, man, you know. Live and learn. Once mom took control that day. 
hilarious. some other stuff, boy. I was <laughs> like, oof. I was like, what is she, a new car? She's just taking her to each table. Look and see, look and see. <laughs> I looked at you. I was just like, oh, man. Man, that was a, my son ain't gay. <laughs> I just don't be bringing women like home, home. I mean, you just don't, man. You just don't. I mean, it's, it's just like, yeah, I don't believe in that. But I mean, yeah, if you want to do that, that's you. I ain't got no issue with you. Right. You know, but in my family, you just can't. After I saw on my mom's side, one of my aunts call out one of my cousins. Oh, is this a girl you brought last year? No, fool, well, it won't hurt. I know, right? That's harsh. I man. mean, really, dog? Passive you, you aggressive. That? Oh, that's like Jewish level passive aggressive. Yo. Ouch. Or, or they will be like, with a girl right there, how's such and such doing? Really? <laughs> you gonna ask me that right here? <laughs> I've seen that, man. That's why I just like, yo. <laughs> yo, man, that's not. If, yo, if, if you get brought around my family, that means we at least dating to the point where like you have met my folks and if you meet my folks that means we already on a level where you know what I'm kind of thinking about it kind of well I mean yeah this I'm, I guess what I'm saying is this is an option because if you don't meet the family you ain't an option yeah I know well see what I meant really was what I really meant was like if you bring somebody home at our age at this stage of the game then y'all may as well be married. But my real question to you is, are you going to warn her about the rice patty she's about to step in First with of all, all those landmines? Because they still rooting for your ex. So you think yeah. Aunt Shirley would break her off or you think Aunt Shirley would be like, Nah, cool. nah, mom ain't about that life. Okay. It's okay. not mom I'm worried about. Well, who you worry about? Man, it's the other aunts. Oh, that don't, that, that yeah, don't, never that mind. be talking. I forgot about that. Never mind. Yeah, man. Nah, nah, I got some... I have some very talkative family members that are that kid to my mother. And nah, man. I don't you, envy you. And you best and you best believe everywhere we went when she met family, she got a full dossier about who gonna be there, what the plan is, and an exit strategy. Okay. As long as you could, I just wanted to check and make sure. But you nah, could. man, I don't be playing that. Look, man, <laughs> some people be playing that. Let's see what a landmine blows up at. Nah, son. Oh man, I want to be prepared to. Sh- I want to be prepared, not just to shield that person, but myself as well. Truth, truth. All right. Oh, landmine coming. All right, we got a duck in a. We got a duck in a hole. I mean, nah, man, it's just nah. I hear that. <laughs> you know. And some people understand, go understand what I'm talking about, and other people won't. And if you don't understand that, it's okay. That's on you. Exactly, because the struggle is real. Because if you ever go meet somebody's family and you are dating them, you better ask questions. Because <laughs> before you get out of the car, you should know who talks too much, who you need to stay away from, who you need to talk to. And the number one important lesson important rule you need to know is never leave my side you're preaching right now you preach i mean it's what it is bro because <laughs> you can't you can't trust a man yo so let me tell you this like this happened took a took significant other uh to a family event and so 
Me, Kevin, and Dale. Okay. Our wives slash wife slash fiance slash significant other. They were in the kitchen, all three of them. So, mm, okay, we knew we were in the kitchen. So, I guess we went to check up on them. And you could tell who's married, who's significant other, and who's engaged. Okay. Just by the way we did things. I went, hey, how you doing? Everything good? Yeah, everything fine, whatever. Cool. And then Kevin's like, hey, how you doing? Everything good? Yeah. We just talked about such, such, such. Went to a little bit more detail. Word. Dale with his wife. 